The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Jack Fox, a.k.a. Mr. Takes His Time, a.k.a. Turn Me Up In The Headphones, Please Producer, a.k.a. I'm My Own Producer, a.k.a. I Should Turn Myself Up In The Headphones, There We Go, That Sounds A Lot Better, a.k.a. Mr. Broken Mic Stand, Sorry If That Was Loud In Your Ears When That Dropped There, a.k.a. Mr. Fix The Mic Stand Now, But There's No Chance... That might there's there's every there's every chance that it might drop again through somewhere throughout the episode if I keep shaking my hand like this when I'm doing the intro, aka Mister Mister, aka Young Boy, aka Mister Long Dong, <laughs> and it's time <laughs> for another episode. How's it going? I fucking hate ASMR. I actually, I hate whispering. Whispering in all forms really, really pisses me off. How's it going? Hope you're keeping your dick up out there, <laughs> as they say. Um, I don't particularly feel very funny today. My plan was to record yesterday... And I didn't get a chance to, and also didn't feel very funny yesterday. I feel very rushed lately, over the last few days. Um, Got a lot going on, which I'll get to at some point. Um, But whenever I'm gearing up to release a song, or hive mining gearing up to release a song, I feel very rushed and overwhelmed, and I've got to try and tell as many people as possible, get in front of as many people as possible. And that's difficult to do, because, look... Look, right, this is a safe space. I think I can talk openly and honestly to you guys. And I think when it comes to uh, musicians in the Northeast, original musicians in the Northeast, unsigned, underground, local artists, whatever, whatever, uh, I might have the best promo game. Now, that's not to say there's nothing with my songs, I've got the best songs, whatever, whatever. I might just have the best promo game. So I feel like the, I feel like the standards that I've set myself are quite high because I might have the best promo game in the northeast. But then again, that's because I quite like I quite like using social media, or at least I did. And I've kind of gone off social media in the last few months because damages your brain, and sometimes I need my brain for thinking about things. And, you know, I released all those songs last year, best promo in the game, uh, last year, the year before, the Shotgun Hotline, uh, Flashman, Times and Places, Eat My Shorts, it'll be the year before now, yeah, but, um, and you just go hard with the promo, and it, it's draining, it takes out of you, 
Um, and you try your best to make it as good as possible and try to get as seen as by many, many people. And then sometimes you lose track and lose sight of what you're doing it for in the first place, which is just because you like making songs. Uh, and that's what Hive Mind do. We like making songs and we've made some songs and we have a new one coming out even though it's an old one it's a new one because it's new to you and i'll talk about it more later but what i want to talk about up front here i didn't mean to talk about any of that i've taken up five minutes of your time talking about absolutely fucking nothing this is episode 99 what starting off very well by talking about just nothing in particular uh Crazy weekend, uh, I can't remember what I did on Friday, but on Saturday, I uh, did the did some new songs, did some new Jack Fox songs at Little Buildings in Newcastle at the Any Rising Open Mic, great event. What made this event much better than previous, maybe it's not previous because some, some of the ones you know, as the weather starts to get a bit better, and some of the ones that have been at the Clooney have been absolutely fucking insane. But this event was really good and better than the last few Eddie Rising events I've been to. Um, the majority of rappers that were there, people that were there, would participate in a dry January. Everybody was sober. Everything ran on time. When it finished, everybody shook hands. It was all love, and everybody went home. There was no dilly-dallying about. There was no people starting fights, people being late, people forgetting things. It's amazing. It's almost as if me being sober... I'm not the fucking weird one. Whenever I tell people that I don't, you know, when people say, oh, I'll buy you a pint, like, you know, you know, sometimes you have a good set or whatever, any sort of music or comedy, and you come off and people say, oh, I'll buy you a drink, and I'll be like, oh, thanks, mate, but I, I don't drink. And they go, you don't drink? How can you get on stage and tell jokes in front of people and you don't drink? I'll be like, yeah, I'm the fucking dickhead for not drinking when you've had three pints and you're sexually harassing people and fucking being racist to everybody, you know, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. So, how did anybody at this event with drinking? Everything ran smoothly. All the artists did well. Everybody smashed it and everything. Uh, and I was with my two my two mates, uh, Miller and Adam Z, because apparently males who are of a certain age now only have nicknames according to what their last name is. Miller and Adam Z. Go figure. I don't know. Um, driving home from little buildings in Newcastle. And uh, tire puncture. Now look, if you're listening to this, there's a few things that you probably know about me. Number one is I probably got the best promo in the game in the northeast when it comes to advertising songs and stuff. Number two, your boy can rap. Number three, your boy can podcast. Number four, your boy can tell jokes on stage. Number five, your boy can play drums. Number six, your boy can lay pipe down for the maximum of ten minutes when the time comes. Number seven, your boy likes Pepsi Max. Number eight, your boy drinks water. Number nine, your boy likes animals twitching in the sleep. And number ten, your boy supports Manchester United. Now, in any of those ten things that I've just pointed out to you, do any of them relate to your boy, me, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. Jackie Smooth Eyes himself, the host of this here podcast, Jack Fox, myself, 
being any good with automobiles and being able to change tyres. Don't worry now, I'll wait and let you rewind and go over the 10 points I just made. I will give you a few seconds to think about it. One, two, three. Welcome back, no, is the answer to that question. Do I know how to change a tyre on a car? Does a bear shit in the woods? Yes. Now, what is the opposite of that answer? No, I do not know how to change a tire. You know, is it easy? Is it simple? Is should this be something people know how to do when they pass the driving test? Perhaps. Ask me about you now. Take a second. Ask me anything relating to my car. Go. Oh, I don't know, mate. It's the silver Honda outside. That is where the knowledge of my car starts and stops. Three things I know about my car. It's a Honda, it's silver, and it could do with a Hoover. That's all I know. I don't know how to drive it, but that's all I know about my car. Now, I am fortunate that my mate Miller, which is his surname... Not telling you his first name, I'm telling you his government, because frankly, knowing the guy for 15 years, and I don't even know his first name, that's not true, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's just how males work. Frankly, my friend Miller, what I don't know about what I don't know about cars, he knows. Okay? All my knowledge has been stored up about cars and given to him. And he knows how to change a tire. So we changed a tire. And then I drove home. And that is the end of that. Also, my mate Adam Z, who's a fucking wind-up merchant, doesn't drive and also knows jack shit about cars and just stood there and kept saying shit like, will yous hurry up, I'm cold. And I wanted to push him into traffic. Now, he's a nice lad. He's only joking. Hey. Disgusting. Sorry. But that was fucking annoying. So then I had to go to the garage yesterday. I couldn't, yeah. So that was on. So that was on Saturday. Uh, then Monday I had to go to the garage. Sunday's closed. Monday I had to go to the garage and get my tire sorted. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we've just been through the ten points about me that you maybe should or shouldn't know. Another thing that you maybe realise when you listen to those ten points is how good am I? with talking to people who have trade jobs, such as plumbers and electricians and welders and roofers and people who work in garages. Been through this before when my car's been for its MOT and such what. Now, I've been to the tyre place on off Commercial Road in South Shields, if you're familiar, and the guy who works in the tyre place is... So Geordie that I had difficulty understanding this man. There was also, and I, you know, it's Monday. Everybody's a bit got a case of the Mondays. Nobody who's in the garage that fixes tires really wants to be there because that means there's something wrong with their car, right? So there's a queue. It's fucking freezing outside. Whatever, whatever. This guy's like, oh, do you go? I couldn't understand a fucking word this guy's saying, even though we're from the same town, no doubt. At the end, at the end of the transaction, we're going to a little, little office. I notice a sign on the front. Now, I'm 
like I said, I don't know much about cars. I only really use my car for dodging about the northeast, going to gigs and stuff. When I go any further afield, use my mum's car. She's got a very nice car. Take like an Audi. Take like a tank to drive. It's very nice. I've got a little silver Honda, as we've established. I got the retreaded tires for thirty pounds. You know what it is? Not bad. Usually I'd complain about the price or something. Thirty pound for a new tire retread? Not bad. The sign on the door said minimum card payment. £35. And then I thought, it's going to be a problem. Because I've got no cash on us, because it's 2023, and who carries cash with them? And you know your boy, I get the bags, checks, euros, dollars, dinero, deposited at the bank. So I walk in the office, the guy says, £30 please. And I say, is card okay? Just on the off chance. And then he says, minimum card payment of £35. And I said, well, I can leave you me card and go, I can leave you, I don't know, me watch and go to the cash point and come back to show you that I'm not just taking the piss. And then he says, yet again, minimum card payment of £35. Now, this time when he says it, he is taking the little card reader device and typing in 30.00. Now I'm confused. He then takes the little card reader, turns it and puts it in front of us while talking to his colleague. Then his colleague speaks over the top of him to me and says, You all right, mate? How are you doing? Did you get everything sorted? I'm betwixt. Between looking at the card reader, which is waiting for me to beep beep my card on top of it while saying £30, trying to decipher the sign on the door that says minimum card payment of £35, decipher what this Jordy guy is saying, minimum card payment of £35, and then answering the guy behind him that says, You're all right, man, did you get everything sorted? And I want to say to the guy who asked me if I got everything sorted, I want to say, Honestly, mate, I've got no fucking idea what the fuck's going on here. What sort of operation are you running? What's the crack? However, we've already established that I can't change a fucking tyre on the car because I'm in your garage getting a new tyre replaced. So the last thing I want to do is look like a soy boy beta cook and be like, who am I paying and what transaction am I using here? Don't talk to us until we finish the transaction, first of all. Don't talk over or around your mate like you're trying to curl a ball around a free kick wall. The fuck's going on here? I took a... Did I say that? Fuck no, of course I didn't, because I am actually a soy boy beta cook. And what I did do was... Beep, beep. Tap my card on the card reader. £30 said, All right, mate. Yeah, all good. Thanks very much. Took the receipt and... Skirt, skirt, got the fuck out of there. I have no idea if that's what the guy wanted us to do. Did he want us to come back with the extra five? I have no idea. I don't... And also... People who, the, the, the stereotype of people who have trade jobs also have no idea about technology. Worked out. Makes sense. Stereotype for a reason. This guy obviously is trying to run minimum card payment of £35 and then it's just charged me £30 on my card for something that he clearly does all day, every, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm coming in hot. Covered it in hot. 
go well over the regular half-time mark. So that must mean it is time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by the brand new Hive Mind single, Born to Thrive. Do you like songs by Hive Mind, such as their previous efforts, Crying All the Time, Medicine, and Fire, Fire, Fire? Then maybe you would like Born to Thrive, available from Friday the 27th of January on all online streaming platforms. That's right, new Hive Mind music, but while I've got you here, also this weekend on Friday and Saturday, the Red Hot Chili Pinos are going to be out there on Friday the 27th, as well as listening to the new Hive Mind single, you can see us at the Burn Inn in Horton, and then on Saturday the 28th, Newcastle City Centre, Trillions, a big one, it's also our singer's birthday, come see a show, listen to the new Hive Mind single, support live music, yay! Yeah man, new Hive Mind music, first single we've released for a little while, this one straight from The Vault, we recorded this a long time ago, actually, full disclosure here, coming a little closer, coming a little closer, full disclosure, right? I'm just going to talk right into your ear here, this song has James on, on a previous basis, right, he's playing the bass and he's also singing some back and vocal, we just don't tell anybody that, we're just cracking, still a good tune, still a good tune, I think at the time we recorded it we were a bit eager, and uh, it's actually quite a long song and isn't like single worthy, I don't think. Uh, like in terms of giving it a real push, like I did with our last singles, my personal opinion. I still love the tune, I still love the tune, I think it's very good. But I think this would be a solid, like, album track sort of fan favorite type deal if we did do an album. But um, check it out, anyways. Born to Thrive will be out if you listen to this when this podcast comes out on Thursday, it'll be out tomorrow. And if you're listening to it when it the day after it comes out, or any days after that when it comes out, its song is out now, available every single place you can get every other song available on the internet. Born to Thrive. Out and about. Uh, it's got a hell of a riff. I love playing this one live as well. Uh, a song from The Vault. Yeah, man. And then we're going to be doing a load of more stuff. We've got a load of more songs written, and we're going to get them recorded, and then release them properly throughout the year, and crack on. Because it's fucking good fun being in a band. I like it a lot. Uh, so anyways, that was Saturday. And then on Sunday, I had the mixed emotion, uh, mixed ride, whatever the fuck. I'm not going to talk about it too much, but the Man United Arsenal match, which was, you know, annoying. I went to watch that with some friends. Then I went to see Bert Kreischer, the comedian. I went to see him in Newcastle, and it was a lot of fun. Um, went to the O2 City Hall in Newcastle, which is now run by the Academy, I think. You know, the O2 Academy, what used to be in Newcastle. The former O2 Academy in Newcastle, and now it's like the City Hall. Uh, my friend, like I've just talked about, I don't drink alcohol. My friend does drink alcohol. And uh, when you go to the bar, we try and entice you to buy, instead of just buying one pint, you can buy a two-pinter. So it saves you going back to the bar, I've many times. Um... So my friend bought a two-pointer. Makes sense to me. Fine, I get it. Yeah, as soon as you go back to the bar, you can sit and watch the show for longer, you can have more to drink. Just preparing myself for how I'm going to I'm gonna release this information to you. My friend bought a two-pointer. And uh, of course, of course, you know, they don't tell you how much it is until you're ready to do that, but be on the 
card machine. Where, by the way, they only take card and not cash. Just putting that out there. Step your game up. Tip top tires and soft shields. Oh, I didn't want to say the name of them. Maybe I'll pick that out. Maybe I won't. I'm not, not going to get sued. Um, my friend bought a two pointer on his card. I'll see him back on a Sunday. I might add as well the Lord's Day. Guess how much he paid? Fourteen pound. Fourteen pound for two pints of lager at the O2 City Hall in Newcastle on a Sunday night. Now, ask yourself, on the ticket, does it say doors at 6.30? Show will start 7.30. Yes. Do you want to get there early so you can get a drink, get situated, get your seats, get sorted, get settled before the show starts? Yes. Did the show start at quarter past eight? 45 minutes past when they said the show will start? Yes. Does that mean we got there early? Actually made a rush to get there early after watching the match. And then he bought a drink and then finished the drink before the show had even started? Yes. Did he then go back and buy another two pint there? Yes, is he down £28 on four pints at this point? Yes, my maths are terrible. We just wildly accept the prices that they charge. I remember I went to see... Actually, fuck that. I don't drink alcohol. We've established I bought a Pepsi Max. They were selling Pepsi... It's a good thing about the story. They were selling Pepsi Max... My drink, they saw me coming a mile off and thought, let's get some Pepsi Max in. Guess how much, guess how much I paid for one pint of Pepsi Max at the O2 Academy, at the O2 fucking whatever, City Hall. Three pounds, 90 pence. Jesus Christ. Pack it up. We're going home. And look, don't think that I'm standing there paying that happily without knowing the RRP real retail price of how much a two-litre bottle goes for in Asda because it's £2.75. Your boy knows and keeps tabs on the regular prices of Pepsi Max in the superstores around the northeast because we go to Asda on the regs, and I often get two bottles. Don't tell Christina, because she'll be sad that I drink that much soda. £3.90 for a pint of Pepsi. £14 for two pints of lager at the O2 City Hall. And you know what we do? Do you know what we say to that? Okay. Okay. We just accept, gladly accept, the prices that they pay. In fact, we might even just give it so much as a little as... Oh, fuck's sake. Okay, like, that's that's all we'll give it. Because what can we do? These venues have us over a barrel, as we say. Pussy and arsehole open. That's disgusting. I can't believe I just said that, but... We just accept the prices these venues charge us because we can't bring in our own shit. Bullshit. 
ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I went to see Bird Chrysler. It's good. It's good. It's fun. Live comedy is fun. Live comedy, a high standard of live comedy is fun. Uh, I've been to arenas and stuff to see comedians. Uh, I don't think comedy is an arena type. No, I don't think an arena is a comedy venue necessarily. But this theatre was just nice. It was just nice. And I had a good time. And the opening acts were great as well. Uh, lots of people shouting out stuff, which is so annoying. Like, a lot of people ask me, do I get many hecklers at gigs, at comedy gigs? You know, and I, that's an understandable question because that's like what people fear the most people shouting out that. And honestly, no, you don't get a lot of hecklers. You don't get a lot of people just shouting, ah, you shit, or fuck off, get off the stage. You might once in a while, once every fucking six to eight months, you might get somebody shouting, being a dickhead, shouting something like that. But mostly, it's just people shouting out. If you ask the audience a rhetorical question, if you, I've got a few bits in my stand-up where I pause on purpose for a long period of time to before seeing the punchline, build tension, whatever, and people will say stuff in that pause and completely fucking obliterate and ruin any sort of tension that you're in the middle of building towards, you know. And then, obviously, Bert Kreischer, known for this, uh, his machine routine, the machine story, uh, so like 15 minutes and as you know if Bird Kreischer came to Newcastle and didn't do the machine story that would be like fucking the killers coming and just not doing Mr. Brightside like you know fine well the machine story's coming and it's obviously going to be the last thing he said how is he, is he going to open with the machine story everything else is downhill from there isn't it so, like, 15 minutes in, people are just... He's mid-sentence. People are just like, the machine! And he's like, yeah, yeah, man. We'll get there. Don't worry about it. Where's Tom Segura? Like, as if he's going to be... Oh, actually, good shout. Like, I completely forgot. Everybody, welcome to the stage. Tom Segura. Like, come on, man. You paid money to sit here and be entertained by Bert Kreischer. Fucking sit there and be entertained by him, will you? Is that the price you pay for having a clip? Like, that clip went viral, changed his life. Is that the price you pay? People just want to hear that all the time. I don't know, fucking hell. This podcast has not been entertaining. For the 99th episode, I wanted something quite funny and special and entertaining, but this has just been me complaining for 27 minutes. Uh, It was good, though. I enjoyed going to the show. I'm too tall for seats, man. I'm too tall for uh, plain seats, uh, for seats at uh, shows like this. I went in the fucking Time Theatre to see Al Murray last year, start of last year, and fuck me. Even the guy next to us as well had problems fitting in there. But they were made, like, that's a Victorian theatre, and they haven't updated the seats. So those seats were made for Victorian people. I don't know if you've looked at me lately. I'm not a fucking Victorian dainty, Victorian dainty, dainty. I'm a Viking, motherfucker. Whatever. All right. Oh, boy. I don't know, man. I wasn't. I said at the start of this episode I wasn't feeling particularly funny and just kind of went on a rant, a couple of rants there. But I don't know. I hope you got something out of it, if nothing else. Uh, new Hive Mind tune coming out on the 27th. And then the Chilipinos are in Horton. At the Burn Inn on the 27th. And then Trillions in Newcastle on the 28th. Both of those gigs are free entry. 
Uh, New Hive Mind tune on the 27th, and Hive Mind are playing at Little Buildings in Newcastle on the 2nd of February for Independent Venue Week. Quite looking forward to that. I think that'll be very good. Uh, and then we're going to get cracking with the rest of the year and some new songs and uh, some good times. Thanks so much for listening. Episode 100. Episode 100 next week. Trying to plan something big for it. Well, big, you know, something interesting for it, but we'll see whether it, uh, it comes off or not. We throw turn from shouting. Anyways, go stream the new Hive Mind song, please. And tell me what you think of it. And uh, episode 100 is coming next week. All right, take care. Love you all. Sorry for the rant. Sorry for ranting just at you for half an hour. I'm sorry. Okay, love you. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Brand new Hive Mind single, Born to Thrive, out Friday, January 27th. If you're listening to this, when this comes out, it's out tomorrow. If you're listening to this past when it comes out, it's out right now. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube, Deezer, anything like this, go check it out. I promise you. It's a good song, you'll enjoy it. Born to Thrive, out on the 27th of January. Okay, love you, bye.